There's an air of mystery surrounding Sussex Central High School's Take Two Drama Club as we begin the 2018-2019 school year. In December, Sussex Central will be the first high school theater program in Delaware to present a groundbreaking international hit play. But a unique set of circumstances has prevented us from revealing the name of this award-winning production. Until now. Coming up, Sussex Central drama teacher David Warwick talks about what has been referred to in the press only as the Fall Mystery Play. He'll also tell us what other Take-Two drama productions are in store for this year. I'm Dave Mall, and this is the IRSD Spotlight. With me now is Sussex Central High School drama teacher David Warwick. Okay, David, we've waited long enough. What is the name of this mysterious fall mystery play you guys are doing in December? All right, drum roll. It is The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. <laughs> okay, that's an interesting name. I'll, yeah. I'll give it that. Now, why, why has there been so much secrecy surrounding the name? We did a press release a while back during the summer, and we couldn't even mention the name of the play in the press release. So why has there been so much secrecy around it? Well, it was the agreement that I had with the, the agency that licenses the, the rights to do the production. The agreement specifically stated that I was not allowed to advertise the play by name in radio and, and press and any other type of you know, mass media. And I was a little taken aback, but I, I think I understand the reasons of why. I'm, I'm guessing, but I think my guess is correct. Is it, is it because it's still in production in certain places or yeah. in professional companies? And stuff? It is. The national tour you know, that was on Broadway and that is still actually touring the United States is Broadway thing just ended and the national tour is still going on and it's still very popular in Europe and in Britain. So I think they're making money on the play and they want to be careful about how much exposure it has in public. The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Uh, this is an award-winning play that debuted at the Royal National Theater in London in 2012 and has since been staged around the world including an 800 show run on Broadway that you just mentioned. That ran from 2014 to 2016 and it's obviously touring the country now. Um, is How big of a deal is it that Sussex Central gets to put on this production. It's a huge deal. I actually had a, a sense because I had to really push for these rights. They, even though they're available, they didn't really respond to me right away, and I pushed them. I've been waiting to do the play for years, and I asked them specifically, "Is this? Are we the first, you know, company, nonprofit, or you know, for-profit kid, you know, student or not student, to do this play in Delaware?" And they said, "Yeah." You are so we 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 earned the rights and we got the rights and we're the first. Well, that's quite a that's quite an accomplishment. That's that's really great. Um, the play was written by Simon Stevens and is based on Mark Haddon's 2003 novel of the same name. It's the story of a 15-year-old boy in Swindon, England, who sets out to solve the mystery of who killed his neighbor's dog with a garden fork. <laughs> right. Um, and Christopher, who is the main character, suffers from a condition in the autism spectrum. And throughout the play, he's forced to confront and overcome many of his fears. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about this play, which seems to be a combination of crime fiction, a family drama, and a story about just being different? Absolutely. And it also is quite funny. 
um, the the humor is not is not uh, at the character. The humor comes from the the character's kind of lovable eccentricity because he's a genius for sure, but he has many challenges with dealing with other people and. Those are relatable to everybody. It's just his are in the extreme. So the book was a fantastic read. And uh, there was some controversy in some school districts because it has some, some, a few swear words in it. Uh, but it's a, it's a wonderful book. And the play is a fantastic adaptation. It's taken the premise of the novel, which is a lot of, of being in the Christopher's mind. And the play has now made that mind take 3D shape on stage, which yeah. I think is fantastic. So the play has a bit, a bit of a different scope than the novel does. I think it expands it yeah. properly to what the stage can offer. So you're seeing the inside of Christopher's mind, how he processes math and information and logic and the other people in his life and their words. And their characters in his mind, they're characters for real, but it's all filtered through his mind, his unique way of thinking. One of the challenges he faces during the play is actually taking a trip from Swindon, where he lives, to London. That's a key right. aspect of it. It is, and it's like uh, not just a physical journey, but he goes on an emotional journey that does stretch him. He he changes to some degree, but it it is productive. He learns enough about himself to become a little bit wiser. Not He's already smart, but he, now he's become a little more worldly wise. What do you think the overall message of the play is? Is it one of a, a, a acceptance of those who are different, or is it something other than that? I think it's about not accepting limitations. His father, uh, Ed, fights for Christopher to go as far as he can go. And Christopher himself won't take no for an answer and pushes himself as far as he can go. The, the adventure, rather, creates pain for Christopher, but he, he doesn't back away from it. On some level, he knows that he's going to grow. From, from the painful things that have happened to him, and that he has to do this, or he's going to stay where he is, yeah. and it doesn't make sense to him. From the video clips I've seen of this production, from the Broadway production, it looks pretty elaborate, just from what I've seen on that. Now, how big of a challenge is it going to be for you guys to stage this here at Sussex Center? It's going to be huge, and that's why we've started very early, and I have a partner in this, which is uh, Jeff Gartman, who's our ARV teacher here. And the, the nice part about the story is he and I saw this production in, I think, 2014, right as it went to Broadway. We, we, he was interested in, in it for his own reasons, mm -hmm. and I went to see it with him, and we fell in love with it. We tried to get the rights, and we couldn't because it was still its Broadway run. And then as soon as the Broadway run ended and the London run had settled down, we got the rights finally this year. That's why it's such a big deal for us. Four years later. You've waited four years. Four years. <laughs> and we've and he wanted to do the animations, the 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 projections, the things and the films, the things that are part of Christopher's mind. He wanted very much to be a part of this. And the story is very important to him because uh, he has a family background of a family member who has autistic spectrum condition. And he wanted to honor his experiences by helping produce the play. So I, it's a labor of love and importance for us. So your audience is going to be in for quite a show then. Yeah, because we're, we're going to do to our best try to do our own staging with bells and whistles that we're able to do and yeah. create. Because we want it to look 
cool. Great. Well, it's gonna. It's, it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. And I think you told me before we started recording this that you start you start auditions and rehearsals today. Correct. We start rehearsals today. We had auditions in the summer. That's how early we started, <laughs> and we're starting our very first read reading of it today. And we're gonna take it nice and slow so that everybody understands what they're doing because it's a it's a it's a beautiful play, a funny play, but a complicated play. It's yeah. a lot of levels. You know? Well, I encourage anyone to go on YouTube and watch some of the clips of it. Um, there's a there's a trailer up there, and it's really a really looks like a neat production. Um, the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime will be performed on Friday, December seventh, and Saturday, December eighth, at the uh, Center for Visual and Performing Arts here at Sussex Central High School. Uh, show times are 7 o'clock on Friday, December 7th, and there'll be two shows on December 8th at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Um, moving on, I have to say that I'm also intrigued by the spring musical production that you're that you're going to be staging, which is titled the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee. Now, you have described this play as edgy. Yeah. Could tell us a little more about it. Well... The, these are older, you know, either high school students or in adult productions, adults portraying middle school students. <laughs> and they're not portraying them in a silly way like Dom Moore. They're portraying them as full-fledged characters. Who, and these middle school students are competing in a high level to them, spelling bee. But the real thing is, this is about their weird lives, mm -hmm. their, their crazy family relationships, their, their odd obsession with words. It's about misfits and strange, strange characters, and you get to see into their mind, and everybody gets a cool song, which kind of <laughs> reveals their particular brand of weirdness. Yeah. Uh, this award-winning show uh, was originally staged off-Broadway mm -hmm. in early 2005, and then it, it started a Broadway run that ran more than 1,100 performances from 2005 to 2008, and it has since toured the United States and been performed in Australia, South Korea, Israel, Norway, Mexico, I think among other places. Why did you choose this one for Take Two season this year? I had the right cast for it, for one. I directed this uh, for Clear Space in Rehoboth with adults, and I had a nice experience with it a couple of years ago. It, it's been done at other places around here at the Possum Point Players, and the, it's, a, it's an audience pleaser. And in fact, you know, audiences can even get involved in this show, which I know, I know you're intrigued <laughs> with that part, and, and we can talk about that. But it is fresh, funny. It's not like a typical musical. Um, and it has a sort of a, as I said, a, an edgy, sharp humor. But at the end, it's it has a sweetness to it. The every, there's a place for everybody in this world, yeah. basically, is what this is saying, you know. Um, and, yeah. And you mentioned the audience participation element. Right. Now I got to hear about this. Tell, tell so us there's an improvisational element to it, and I, you know, I run an improv company outside of the school, and this is my place where I live. So I love the show for that reason too. <laughs> There's volunteers who are uh, procured from the audience and given some instructions, and they are some initial uh, participants in the spelling bee, but they get kicked out before the end of the first Are act. they actually on stage? <laughs> They're on stage and given ridiculous words they have to spell and define. Yeah. And then uh, if they succeed, great. But when they fail, they're dinged out and kicked <laughs> off the stage. And our actors have fun with them. 
and, you know, interact with them and tease them. And the audience like seeing another audience member, you know, put on the spot with their feet on, feet to the yeah. fire. <laughs> it adds a whole other element of, wow, the show's kind of, yeah. the show and the audience are meeting in an uncomfortable place in the middle. <laughs> well, it should be quite a production, I'll tell you. Uh, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee will be held on Friday, March 22nd at 7 p.m. And on Saturday, March 23rd at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Um, now, tickets for both The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime and the 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee are $10 for general admission, $7 for seniors, students, and military, and there's also a special $7 two-for-one rate for middle school students, and all proceeds support future Take Two and Sussex Central High School drama productions. Uh, let's get into some other things. Uh, Take Two will also stage two other productions this year. First, there's the annual Black History Month celebration, which I understand this year will honor a very special woman. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, we had a few ideas, but then with the passing of Aretha Franklin, who is really one of my very favorite vocalists from mm -hmm. since college days, I thought a tribute to her and her songbook, that the songs to which she sang in some type of chronological order, would be a really neat journey for the audience to take. So in February, we're going to uh, do a tribute to Aretha Franklin with instrumental versions of her songs, solo versions. If I can get small, you know, choral versions, I want. I would love to have a kind of a, a extravaganza built around her her music and her work because yeah, be I think she's a significant figure. That'll be very timely. And just just for the record, my favorite Aretha song is "Thank." Love so I it. hope you can work that into the show. Think somehow. will be in there. <laughs> I vow it will be in there. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, the Black History Month celebration will be held on Wednesday, February 20th at 7 p.m. There's no admission for that show, but donations are gratefully accepted. Yes, so. thank you. Uh, now, in May, Take Two will host uh, what has become something of a tradition here at Sussex Central, and that's yeah. the Comedy Club. Correct. Now, what makes, tell us about the Comedy Club, what makes it so Well, special? the Comedy Club, if I understand it from one of the early participants before I was even teaching here was created to keep this boy out of trouble because <laughs> I know this boy as an adult and he said this was a, a side project given to him to keep him out of the drama teacher's hair and I think this might be true but right. it's grown into a really beautiful thing some years it's sketches that the kids have written with improv non-scripted uh, comedy. Um, in later years, it's been comedy uh, competitions where we have two teams of improvisers uh, improvising against each other. Probably this year will be a hybrid. Um, the kids train after school and learn games, uh, improv games that are funny. And then we have full, you know, audience interaction, audience uh, uh, suggestions run the show, and the kids. Uh, do an amazing job and it's always one of the best things we do actually it's it's one of the most fun shows so I'd love a, a big turnout this year now you you kind of have a comedy background yourself so right. is, is this this is show especially fun for you yeah because I this is where I can give the most of you know my his, my background my knowledge my history you know I can I have you know hundreds of games in my head that I can share with them and I can tailor it to the kind of kids that I have who they are mm -hmm. what kind of you know games I know they'd like it's fun yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Comedy Club will be held on Wednesday, May 15th at 6 p.m., and ticket prices are the same as for the two drama productions that we mentioned earlier. Right. Uh, now, one thing we haven't touched on yet is your student, some of your student performers. Now, who are you expecting big things from this year? Well, we had uh, Emily Gutierrez, who is now um, a junior. Uh, as, a, as a 10th grader, won my governor's school for excellence uh, uh, 
slot uh, for acting, and she's a fantastic actress, and, I, and she's in IB theater program, so I'm expecting her to be able to, whenever she has time, uh, to be able to do wonderful things. Um, we have uh, some seniors, Elizabeth Holtz, Jake Ward, who are rounding out their uh, kind of year of doing Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. We have Hannah Ballistri, who is going to be starring as Christopher in Curious Incident, and you know she's been getting bigger and bigger parts each year. So I'm very proud of all these kids, and this is going to be a really great kind of showcase for them. Sarah Ailman is in both plays. Uh, she's an IB student, so IB and the shows are coming together, which is, I think, the way it should be for such a high-level program, the International Baccalaureate program. So I'm really glad that those two things are coming together this year. Yeah. I want to ask you one more thing about Emily Gutierrez, because yeah. I know uh, you mentioned the Governor's School, and she represented Sussex Central as an actress there last summer. Could you fill us in just a little bit about what the Governor's School actually is, and why is it such a prestigious honor? The Governor's School has been around since I was a, I was a kid, although my state didn't do that, but Delaware did, because my wife, my wife went. <laughs> they have it for academic excellence. They have it for art, I believe. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Definitely for instrumental music and choral music. And it's different from things like Allstate, in which a concert is the end result. These are workshops that are, you know, with really great professionals. And um, the kids are, you know, based on their talent and their auditions, that they have to, you know, take care of everything. I get, I, you know, I might suggest a piece but they have to work it up and go to the panel and, and audition they get these workshops and they make these friendships with kids from all around the the, the state area and right outside the state area they 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 meet these friends for life basically who have the same interests as them and these are people who will probably be their colleagues if they stay with the theater or music yeah. So it's almost like training a little bit. Just it's the almost like yeah. intense training. It is. It's the beginning of a, like a training program. It's similar to the Delaware Young uh, Athletic uh, Delaware Young Athletes Association, um, which is again like the beginning of a sort of a leadership training program for athletes. This is our version of that. Yeah. So that should really help her for your coming season, basically. Getting, Absolutely. You know, with your uh, if I if I'm reading her correctly, since so she 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 kind of talked to me about her experience, this was a confidence booster that put her up to the next level in terms of what she feels she can do. Mm -hmm. So I feel mission accomplished. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did a great job and she did a great job. Well, David, as always, it's been a pleasure. And I know I, I spoke to you this summer about the about the productions we talked about, you know, getting together and doing an episode. And as usual, I always enjoy talking to you. Same here. Have you, uh, you know, give your kids some kudos. So thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. Thanks for getting the word out there about the mystery play, now known to everybody. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. Thank you, David. <laughs> IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through iTunes or by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. It is also available through several mobile podcast apps. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Until then, remember that Indian River truly is a model of excellence.